When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead. Take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. what we need uh, when we're about to take on Australia, isn't it? A bit of Australian music in the background there, Johnny Farnham, but uh, you are the voice and it is your turn uh, on 0800 150 811 and first up this morning, uh, wanting to talk a little bit of the old cricky is Jared from Christchurch. G'day, Jared. Smitty, here going, mate? I'm damn well, mate, and I'm so looking forward to the Basin and Hagley, for that matter, in a couple of weeks' time. Yep, absolutely. Uh, two, two fine test cricketing uh, grounds, eh? Yeah, they are. Uh, They're absolutely smicking. Absolutely, and I hope the cricket's uh, smicking too. Uh, Smitty, I, I have some concerns. I I really hope we dig deep and, and um, uh, show some metal. Uh, poor old Kane's going to be under pressure to perform a game of the batting. Our bowling's a little unsettled. I hope we... Well, Rourke has to be in for for sure. Um, mm. So I, I just hope we... Uh, and, and what else worries me too is our fielding. I, I really hope um, we get rid of the, the, the poor fielding uh, that we've displayed recently. So I, I just hope, Smitty, that, that we, we, uh, we front up. There's nothing better than a test match against Australia, as you're aware. And, and uh, I'd like to segue into that, actually, Smitty... I, It'll be interesting to hear, I know you probably won't comment, because you were part of the, that great test team in the 80s that, that beat Australia over in Australia in a series. Uh, I think, personally, that was my favourite test team, and, and I think they're our best test team, because they're a hard nut to crack those Aussies, and to win over there is something else. Uh, and I, I'd love to see us win a test series here, but I have my doubts. Well, you make a, a brilliant point there about the fielding. Now, uh, Pakistan had opportunities to really threaten Australia uh, just uh, recently in the Australian summer. Boy, did they drop some catches at crucial stages. Don't know how many times they gave David Warner an early life. Don't know how often they gave uh, you know players early lives in their uh, innings, and they paid for it dearly. Had Pakistan held their catches, they'd have gone a damn sight closer than they did. And those three tests, the West Indies uh, got their act together, 
fielded brilliantly at the Gabba, supported their bowlers, and we all know what happened there. I, I think that's a, a really valid point, uh, Jared, about the fielding side of thing. We've got to catch and get our opportunities at a very, very high ratio uh, to even believe that we can beat them. So we will create chances on green pitches. We will create chances. There's no doubt about it. We've got to hold the catches. Uh, yeah, interesting. Now, i just got to ask you, would you would you be happy with Will Blundell at, at uh, sorry, Tom Blundell at number six and no Will Young, or would you like to play six specialist batsmen? I think six specialist batsmen. Uh, I really do. I think um, we're going to have to pile on some runs, aren't we? And and I just I feel for Blundell because he, he he's a fighter, but I don't think he's had enough cricket, Smithy. Oh, oh, look, he's been injured. He had a hamstring injury, which is not a good thing for keepers, and, and that of course takes you when you have a hamstring injury. You don't do anything really uh, in terms of. Uh, batting or wicket-keeping, you just absolutely rehab and get it right. I just feel a little bit uh, that he's down on and he hasn't had the opportunities and uh, I just, it's very, very interesting. I think you make a valid point there. I'm a little bit worried as well. We're going to um, do everything right to beat them, but who's to say we can't do that, Jared? Thanks very much for your call. Look forward to hearing from you again at some stage shortly. Uh, Neville, good morning to you. Neville from Kaiapoi. Morning, Ian. Um, heading south for the New Zealand Open at the moment, but um, well, I just sort of thought um, with the cricket, our first three bowlers picked now look like um, uh, Kyle Jameson, uh, that boy from Christchurch, and of course Neil Wagner should be there every single time. Um, We've missed him in the test matches. He hasn't been picked for, and I can never understand why they leave him out. Um, I just feel Tim Southey's days are well gone. He, he seems to favour himself as captain when, when it's, you know, some bowling change comes. Um, I just can't follow it, to be honest. I don't know what you think. <laughs> Well, Neville, uh, you mentioned two bowlers who I don't think will be part of it. Jameson obviously is out, and he's out for quite some time with further back issues. So that brings us to Neil Wagner, and uh, as much as I, if it came to heart and well-being and, and honest endeavour, you'd pick Neil Wagner every time, wouldn't you? Uh, but I think, just like Tim Southey, he's down on pace. He's down on pace a wee bit, and I'm not sure at the pace he is the bouncer theory will work as well as it used to. And, and that, that's a concern. And if he is to play, uh, then Australia will have uh, thought long and hard about how he embarrassed them a few years back. And uh, the fact of the matter is that it's unlikely that it'll, it'll work again. So I'm, I'm not sure that Neil Wagner will, will make the final cut. So uh, Neville... Uh, O'Rourke makes it absolutely, I mean isn't it amazing and it just shows all of a sudden a little brittleness about our bowling that we actually after one test match we were actually thinking that we might have to rely on Will O'Rourke after one test match, yes Tim Southey is down on pace, Tim Southey needs a pitch that goes sideways and that's why I order, I'm ordering one uh, he, he needs a pitch which is going to seem and seem for most of the match and um, that, and so really to, does uh, Matt Henry as well. Matt Henry's our, I think he's had a day in day out our best bowler, but he's had injury issues himself. And so I just wonder about his workloads. And for that reason, 
they might uh, they might play an extra seamer. If they do play an extra seamer, Neil Wagner might sneak in the back door uh, if they're worried about workloads for some of our bowlers. Uh, 9.38 at the moment. Neville, thank you very much for that. Uh, hey, enjoy the Open too, Neville. Really hope you enjoy the Open. Oh, goodness me, I hope a New Zealander can win that. Dino, good morning to you. Yes, me. I think um, your previous call has just written out everything. I, what I don't get with cricket is the Australian team are what the All Blacks used to have before Foster and Fox got involved. So they are, they believe they're invincible. But no team's invincible. That's just a, a headspace thing. So catches win matches. So if Chris Harris is doing nothing, he should be called into the Black Caps immediately. He can actually catch the ball. They don't even look like... Oop. Pino, I think you cut out somehow. I'm not quite sure what happened there. I've got no controls. Goodness me. Um, no, I don't know what happened there. Dino <laughs> just disappeared off the face of the earth, and I don't don't know why. Um, okay, maybe I do know why. Uh, it is 9.39 here on SENZ, Louie. Uh, we've lost Dino, so we better get you in on this. Welcome back to the show after yesterday you had a bit of a um, bit of a day off. Uh, yes. Um, well, you'll be looking forward to. Can you get? Will you, you'll be able to spend some time on the bank at Hagley. Can you get to the basin though? No, I won't be at the basin, Smithy. Um, I will be listening, of course, to our commentary, and I'll be yeah, I'll be at Hagley as much as I possibly can. I kind of assumed I had to work the Saturdays, but it's a bit TBC, so we'll work out exactly how much of it I can watch. I am What I'm doing right now is you're talking, and we've got these teams coming in on the text line, is I'm actually trying to piece it together. Um, <laughs> and somebody on the text line, Mark, has actually included Vittori in our bowling attack, so that's not going to happen. <laughs> um, but I guess... I think a lot of us, well, I certainly am, Smithy, I'm, I'd love to hear your nailed down 11, and I don't know if you've got a hard opinion on it, but I'm trying to add it up because I'm listening to you talk about the fact that Wagner might sneak in, and I kind of agree because aren't we severely light on bowling options here? We are severely, uh, as I said, we're, we're light on that fourth one. The fourth one, who's the person that's going to bat at eight for me, is, is a real question mark. Do I, do I say to Mitchell Santner, um, I, look, because I, I don't personally believe Mitchell Santner is the best red ball candidate spinner that we've got in this country. I don't. I haven't seen evidence of it yet. I really haven't. Um, <clears throat> and so I do, I say to him, yeah, you're going to bat at eight. And uh, that would be behind Blundell on my side. So you bat at eight. So you give us a lot of uh, extra batting way, way, way down. We bat at eight very strongly. Uh, and then, of course, we've got uh, a possibility perhaps to, for you to bowl some containing overs. One thing you've got to realise too at, at the Basin Reserve is out of the five days, and let's hope we get five fine days, there'll be wind. There's always wind at the Basin, which means you have to get people who are capable of bowling into it. Mitchell Santner is the kind of guy with his flight and his guile, his white ball flight and guile, not spin, uh, who could bowl some very handy spells into the wind. That is one reason why I would consider Mitchell Santner in my 11. And that way, that way I could play him at eight. He could bowl overs into the breeze uh, and have a, quite a high workload there if it was working for him. The Australians will try and, try and take him downtown. They will, they will try and hit him out of the attack which presents you with opportunities. If they hit him out of the attack, so be it. 
uh, you'll have the option to bring him back a wee bit later. But uh, we're going to have to find, and I, I, I hate to think we're going to break Willow Rourke by bowling him into the breeze. And there will be breeze in Wellington at some stage. There always is over the course of four to five days. It's one of the great idiosyncrasies of playing at the Basin Reserve. And therefore, Australia, we're going to have to find bowlers who can bowl into the breeze. Don't see Mitchell Stark soldiering into it very often. Can see Hazelwood having to. Can see Pat Cummins bowling himself into the breeze and certainly Nathan Lyon. But they have better balance because they've got big, strong men like Mitchell Marsh and Cameron Green who are tough, very tough and they are able to, to break through that Wellington Southerly or the Northerly or whatever um, chooses to come. So Australia, I think, have got the better balance there in terms of their all-round attack. But we need a, someone at eight who might have to be a bit of a workhorse. If it's not a seamer, if it's not a Neil Wagner, then it has to be probably Mitchell Santner. I would not have Phillips in my test team. I would not have Glenn Phillips in my test team. I don't think, I, at this stage, I don't think suitable to play against Australia. Maybe too hyperactive to something. I think you're not going to need calm and resolve. Uh, and uh, they're not as great, tra- uh, I don't think they're as great trademarks at the moment. He's a busy cricketer, he's an exciting cricketer, but at the moment, to play against Australia, I don't think he's uh, your best option. Um, right, we've got Brian. G'day, Brian from Christchurch. Morning to you. Just a, a quick call. Smitty, I was watching a replay of the breakdown uh, last night, you know, on TV. Yep. yep. And uh, listening to Razor Robinson. It was just a, an absolute change from everything that I've known over the years. Like John Hart used to be a scientist to work out what he was doing, yeah? John Mitchell, well, you needed a thesaurus, and uh, even then it didn't make sense. Steve Hansen, I loved him, but a little bit acerbic. But this guy, Robinson, he just talks good, solid common sense, and the way that he connects with his audience makes me realise why he's had so much success. It's not just the players that he enlists. It's the way that he knows how to get across to people. I mean, I'm 80 years of age, and listening to him was a real education. I thought it was wonderful. Breath of fresh air, eh? What are your thoughts on it, Ian? Look, uh, it's going to be new. It's going to be innovative. Uh, There are going to be changes. They're going to do it uh, Razor's way, which people in Christchurch know a lot about. If you weren't a Crusaders supporter, if you weren't a Canary Rugby supporter, you would not have uh, taken too much notice of Scott Robertson's methods. We're not privy to it. A lot of us aren't privy to them, but we can only be uh, very privy uh, and very public, actually, to his success rate. Uh, and that about Brian is uh, the way uh, I imagine he communicates with his players, his staff, and we're just seeing uh, little signs of it now, uh, which, as you say, uh, it's novel to what you've been expecting, and it is quite enlightening, and I think we'll continue to see that. I mean, he doesn't take over for weeks yet. I mean, he doesn't really get his hands too much on his players for quite some time, uh, and who will those players be? Interesting. Uh, We'll take a break and hopefully we've got time for Cliffy and Joey uh, after that break. It's 9.45. Radio 9.50. Morning, Cliff. Good morning to you. Hey, good morning, Smitty. Yeah, I've been just thinking about our team and their team and what we can do and what the, the man who's preparing that wicket should be doing. And I go back probably... 
15 or 20 years, maybe, to the days where Flem was captain. We had a lot of low-seeming wickets that didn't bounce too much, didn't have too much pace in them. When we had mm-hmm. Chris Martin, Cole Mills and Jake Oram and these guys, we didn't really have a spinner as such, but we did enough. We did enough with the ball. We were tidy. We were a good, tidy team. And I think we need to do much the same. You know, without Jameson, we haven't got the the, the extra height, but O'Rourke uh, and uh, Henry, Saudi, I, playing four seamers, I think we have to in a way, but I don't really want... Oh, look, Wags, he, he, he's tidy enough, but like those surprise balls, I, I think, are just a bit a bit slow now, and they're a bit tennis boy for me. But we need a good wicket. We need to hopefully win the toss, have a bowl on a good low seamer, get into them early because they like the ball coming on. They don't want to be dominated. You've got it spot on, Cliff. You've got it absolutely spot on. A low green seamer that goes sideways for about four days. That'll suit us just fine. Joey, good morning to you. Yeah, g'day. Look, um, you say uh, you don't don't play Phillips. If you don't play Phillips, Mm. who would you put in? um, Would you bring? Would you put in Will Young, or or would you um, would you bring back uh, Nichols? Or and the other the other question is, is. would you go on with two spinners, maybe Ish, Ish Sodi? Um, you know, we'll, we'll let, you've, you've played in the base, basin a lot more than, obviously, you know, I've never played there, but a lot more than, than most. Um, you need a green wicket. Does it turn um, and on the fourth, fourth and fifth day or not? No. It, it, to me, uh, not for New Zealand spinners over the years. Uh, it will turn for Nathan Lyon a bit. He turns it on most things. It'll bounce. We don't want it to bounce for Nathan Lyon. That's why I'm ordering a low-seeming pitch. I don't want it to bounce for Nathan Lyon either. He can turn it if he likes, but if it's not threatening the gloves on the shoulder of the bat, I, I don't think it's a, a massive issue. Um, sorry to cut you guys both a wee bit short there, Cliff and Joey, but I, I, um, I totally get where you're coming from. I think we're on the same wavelength. Ravindra uh, will be bowling some overs. and uh, Not a lot, but he'll be bowling some. And, of course, I, I think Santner. So I play Will Young. Yes, Will Young instead. I, I definitely play Will Young uh, instead of Glenn Phillips, I think. On um, what I've seen, uh, even though he's, it's been a little while since he's produced a really big score, I think Will Young is the best equipped we've got in terms of a specialist batsman coming in. 9.53, back soon.